Timeout when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for that challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Redestein tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour in this Monday. More phone calls. Best and worst of the weekend. What you liked, you didn't like. Big day tomorrow for Deshaun Watson. Big day Wednesday for James Harden and Kyrie Irving. And then what could happen if Kyrie decides that he wants to go? Or the Nets decide that they want him to go. I thought Kyrie was part of the ownership there and part of the coaching staff. I thought that uh, he did pretty much everything for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, and then, you know, KD, KD's going to look around and go, do I want to be here? But he doesn't have control over his future, immediate future, whereas Kyrie does. And he could get squirrely and say, you know, I'm just going to leave. I'm going to go. I'll take $6 million from the Lakers. Yes, Mark. I don't know if anyone saw this, but Damian Lillard on his IG mm. put him and Kevin Durant oh, photoshopped in Trailblazers uniforms. Mm. I mean, Dame, come on the show. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I love it. I love it. I, I would love to see Damian Lillard get some help. And uh, Katie's not opposed to joining a Western Conference team. Give a little help, uh, you know, to a guard or two. Yeah, Marv. Full circle. The Blazers probably should have drafted him in 07. They say, hey. No, 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 they should have drafted him. <laughs> well, okay. No, 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 they should have. Very yeah. true. But <laughs> come home, join us. You're supposed to be here. This is, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then James Harden, I, I don't know if James Harden has any real leverage here. I, you know, I don't know if that's one of those that Philadelphia goes, yeah, we're, we're happy with you. I mean, are you really happy with me? Like, do you want to be giving me like, like the max? Yes, Eden. Do you think James Harden last year was sort of uh, like an anomaly or that's the new normal for him? Is that the player that he is now? Well, that's the multi, multi, multi million dollar question here because at some point your age works against you. 
Now, and if you're not going to be in shape, LeBron's age doesn't work against him as much because he's always in shape. James Harden is has a shape, but it's not in shape. And then you start to get older. And, you know, even his teammates were privately whispering about that he lacked that explosion, that, that they were shocked. Kevin Durant said that. Just They were really surprised that he lacked that next gear. Um, well, I, I don't want James Harden on my team, uh, especially at that price. To me, Tyrese Maxey is the guy that I want with Joel Embiid. Like, I don't want James Harden to stunt Maxey's growth. But, you know, this is where Daryl Morey would have to admit, I made a mistake here. And then you got the Nets, the Nets situation where Kyrie, uh, you know, you asked for this. You did. Um, by, by entrusting him. Because, look, they decided who they wanted their, as their coach. Kyrie and KD, and they were going to run this team. And now you're not quite sure what's happening. Um, that's why you run that risk. It's the risk and the reward of talent and then with headaches, with baggage. And Kyrie is just not worth it. He might go someplace and be spectacular. He might play 70 games. He might be MVP. He might be a lot of things. But I would never invest in that. Not long term. I mean, I would love for, I'd love to franchise tag him. Just say, why don't you earn something here for a change? Right? You want a long term deal? Show me something. Let's be consistent. Let's play. Let's be dominating. You want to be part of ownership. You want to make moves. Do you know that he was holding a practice after their practice? So the Nets would have a practice, and then Kyrie was coaching like he wanted to have a practice after the practice. See, it's dangerous where, you know, you put people or they want to be in positions that they're not ready for. And that's a situation where you go, what are we accomplishing here? You know, are, are you sabotaging what Nash is doing or saying, coaching? Um, and then the fact, you know, he talks about being part of the coaching staff. You can only be part of the coaching staff half the time because you're only half the time there. Yes, he. You know, it's interesting, though, that um, Kyrie having practice after the practice for other people, that would be seen as extreme dedication. Like this dude doesn't just practice. He practices and then practices. Yeah. But when it's Kyrie, it's yeah. like, oh, you're undermining the coach you brought in. Well, mm. all I know is this was viewed as a negative inside the organization. So if you would have said, hey, you know what? I love that uh, Steph Curry has a practice after the practice, and uh, you know that's he, the will of a champion, right there. You that win. is the will of a champion. If, Look at now. That's Dave. That's leadership, right there. If you win, if you win, we never give credit for leadership when you lose. It's usually when you win, and Kyrie lacks leadership. He needs leadership. We've seen that in Cleveland. He didn't want it. In Boston, he didn't want it. Here with the Nets, his buddy. You got KD. You can own the town. And then you're in this situation here. So you got a couple more days with the speculation. Yes, Marv. How much worse would this be if they played for the Knicks? Uh, well, then we would talk about the culture. It'd be about, it wouldn't be as necessarily about Kyrie. It'd be about the Knicks. That, oh, look at that. 
Look what the Knicks did to Kyrie. Yes, Eden. Maybe LeBron should start doing practice after practice for the Lakers because they were pretty terrible. Mm. Maybe that would that would be leadership. Mm. Well, I can't I can't practice you to be talented. Like you have to be talented. <laughs> like, like what about just raising this minimum standard yeah. for everybody else? Yeah. I mean, I can I can practice, but when AD is not able to practice, and then do I want uh, Russell Westbrook to practice more? Uh, I still, I was looking at his shot the other day, because of course I have nothing to do in my life. And, and I, he has this, he wants to look cool when he takes the shot. So he wants to shoot it and then like drop his hands down. Like I'm getting it off really quick and great shooters follow through, leave the hand up there. He goes up real quick and it looks like that. I mean, he's shooting air balls on jumpers from 15 to 18 feet. And then he'll kind of smile or, you know, like, I don't know what's going on. The form is horrible. Leave the hand up there. Great shooters. Leave the hand up there. Yeah, Paul. I don't know if there's a stat like this. There's stats for everything. He seems to have the most shots that miss drastically. You know, when a good shooter misses, it kind of rims out or just yeah. catches a piece of the rim. He had shots that missed Oh, by a wide gap, a foot from the rim, or they hit high off the glass, and they weren't meant to be bank shots. That, and that's what you're saying is that his form is uh, varies from shot to shot. I would like for him to take a little, like a, a just a split second more time with his jumper. I'm sure that'll happen this offseason. Yeah, I'm sure it is. You know, you see <laughs> golfers sometimes where they get to the top of the swing and then they pause just for just a split second. Now, granted, nobody's guarding them on a golf course, but he needs to s- slow down a little bit. And I don't know if he can, probably not. But he just wants to get the shot off and, and go, look how quick I got that off. you got to pose. You know? If the greatest player of all time, Michael Jordan, posed with his jumper, that'd be a place I'd start. Be like, hmm, maybe there's something to that. Steph Curry, Clay, Bird. I mean, go down the list. Ray Ray, pose. Yeah, Paul. I'm looking at a list of NBA players in history that had bad-looking jump shots, but there were decent shooters. Like a guy like Sean Marion. Remember him, The Matrix? He shot like almost down. But like now, a shot put. Yeah, and he got it off quickly. Now, he was his shooting he percentages wasn't bad. His three-point shooting percentage was solid, yeah. and they, they broke it down saying it was consistent. His shooting style never changed. Like, you know, there's baseball players who have weird swings. Remember like Kevin Euclid said that, Weird mm-hmm. batting stance that made no sense, but he's hitting three twenty five. Yeah, it's more the consistency they say. Well, there's certain you know in sports. Where do you get at at the very end? You know, people look at Jim Furyk's golf swing and go, "That is crazy." Well, look at where he was with the club to the ball, and then I would say he's there with everybody else. They all get to the same spot, uh, you know, with your batting stance. Do you get to the ball in in a similar mode? that the other great hitters do your jump shot. Where are you on your jump shot? KD starts it on the left and goes to the right. Jamal Wilkes started on the left, went to the right. Bill Cartwright with the bowl started on the left, went to the right. Uh, Reggie Miller's hands would cross Lonzo ball starting really far on the left and coming to the right. You know, these are all things that, you know, you can modify a little bit, but I want consistency. I want to know, Let's take 50 jumpers that the first one and the 50th look the same. 
and, and that's what comes about with being a great shooter, that it looks the same. My feet are the same. My body's aligned the same. My release is the same. And I watched Russell Westbrook. When he gets to the top of his shot, it's not good. And it's rushed. But when you shoot a bank shot from the corner, I mean, that's really hard to do. Like he's hitting the side of the backboard sometimes, or he's just shooting an air ball. And he's a professional. That's what's amazing. It's not like, you know, one of those guys where you go, well, he's not a very good shooter. I mean, this guy was an MVP. He'd give you a triple-double. And then you start to look at that form and you wonder, can you even help him? And I know the Lakers are saying all the right things. Hey, he's going to be a really important part. And, you know, somebody told me, good luck trying to get Russell Westbrook to play defense because he did not play defense last year. And I think if uh, Darvin Ham is going to go, hey, I need you to play defense, okay, is it you got to play defense or you're not playing? Yeah, Marv. $47 million. The buses are like, oh, he's going to play. I don't know where, but he's going to play. $47 million, DP? Well, what's worse? You pay pay him 47 to play or you pay John Wall 47 million to not play? All right, Russ. Yeah. Ben in Iowa. Hi, Ben. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP. Long time, uh, first time caller. 5'10 and a firm 174. All right. Thank you. All right, so uh, did not get to do too much sports this weekend, viewing, watching, playing any of it because I was busy getting married. And uh, the reason that uh, I have a best and a best of the weekend is all because of you. Um, So first off, the best of the weekend was all of your advice. Because last week when you guys had your segment about the wedding, uh, I actually played it for my wife, and she was listening to all of it, and she's just like, huh, that's really great advice. She even threw you into her actual reception speech. She's like, Dan Patrick says that needs to come from the heart. So I didn't write anything down, and I'm just letting it come from the heart. And so, you know, you made it to the reception, Dan. Even though you weren't there, like, physically, you were there in the speech. So thank you very much. Well, Ben, can you send me a video just so I know that your wife did actually mention me at the uh, reception? As soon as my videographer gets it back, I'll send you a copy. I appreciate that. Uh, What is your bester? Uh, bestest is the fact that I got to marry the most beautiful girl in the world. So, holly prayer, this one's to you. Right. And uh, a quick shout-out, the party bus afterwards was filled with Wolf Pup Session IPAs and Mango Cards. So it was a great day all around, <laughs> all because of all the advice you always give us. So well, congratulations, Ben. Congrats. And good luck. Do not listen to Marvin's advice for a uh, happy marriage. No, you know that. Like, you whiffed. I had good advice afterwards, after you, I thought about it. Yeah. You've been married nine years, and I said, what's the secret? You know, everybody was going around giving their advice, and you go, I, I blinked I, I don't so have bad. anything. That's impossible. Anything's possible, Kenny Garnett once said. <laughs> All right. More phone calls coming up. Uh, was it a brawl? Was it started with something that happened to Mike Trout on Saturday? The uh, Mariners and the Angels go toe-to-toe. Eight players, including Phil Nevin, the manager, ejected. Yes, Paul? The announcers used the word melee. Melee a couple of times. A couple of times. times. Definition of melee, 
a confused fight, skirmish, or scuffle. Now, that's the Mariners broadcasters who said it. Was? It. it was a melee. Okay, melee. Melee. Doesn't sound as threatening. Brawl sounds like people were punched and yeah. hurt. Hey, what were you involved in? A melee. Hmm. That doesn't sound like, like there's some violence there. It, although, thank God there wasn't, because there could have been. Yeah, Paul. The old school term was Donnybrook, which I wasn't <laughs> sure if that is that between melee and brawl. Uh, yeah, Perhaps I, it was a melange of the two. Do, Donnybrook, <laughs> a scene of uproar and disorder. I'm going to guess that started in Ireland. Don't you think it's an old-fashioned Donnybrook? I think you're right. I Donnybrook. Yes. I think that's right out of Donegal and, and not very far from uh, Shannon and uh, Dublin. The Donnybrook Fair was an annual event held in Donnybrook, then a suburb of Dublin Island for the 13th and 19th centuries. A vast amount of liquor was consumed there, wow. causing uh, that's weird. hasty marriages would happen with preachers, their fights, brawls. <laughs> And the fair was abolished in 1855. But the 1854 fair was out of oh, hand. Oh, my God. Remember that? Yeah, it was wacky. Out of hand. Those guys are ruining it for everybody. Oh, I remember when TMZ covered that. The 1854 crew. Donnie Brook. All right, take a break. We're back after this Dan Patrick show. We all have different ideas about success. We achieve it at different times in different ways. And if you've recently changed jobs, or maybe you're considering retirement you got to start thinking about your version of success, striving to reach your goals. Maybe it's time to start thinking about your investment portfolios and retirement accounts. Retirement's a big deal. You don't want to go alone. You don't want to make a mistake. And you don't have to. Stiefel Financial Advisors have been doing this for over 130 years. They're going to help you create personalized retirement plans, understand the many options for claiming Social Security, implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. That's just the beginning because... As a client, you have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views. That enables you to make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth. Invest in your success. Find a Stiefel financial advisor at Stiefel.com, S-T-I-F-E-L, Stiefel.com, Stiefel Nicholas and Company, Incorporated, member SIPC, N-Y-S-E. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens... You need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like copays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. 
Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep, right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. We were just talking about spring training playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball. And I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paula used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite. So I was just throwing them out. Okay. Not literally. Okay. But just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer can? I'd crack of the beer. Absolutely. (laughs) Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? I downloaded the Viator app, and I set up a bunch of great experiences for me and my family to enjoy. Like, we knew we were going to Rome, so I booked a day trip, a walking tour of ancient Rome. It was absolutely fantastic. We were heading up after that to Cinque Terre. I booked a boat cruise for the day, checked out all five villages. It was absolutely gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous, uh, the captain of the boat that we were on was an absolute stud. He looked like his abs had been chiseled from the god Jupiter's own stomach. He was just an absolute piece of art. And you know what? If my wife had left me that day, uh, I would have been okay with it. Babe, you know what? You deserve happiness like that. Uh, So, fellas, just a heads up. uh, Check your captains. Uh, Anyway, I digress. Viator is a website and an app where you can book travel experiences uh, like the ones I just described. Uh, They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation and payment options and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking on the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences, you'll remember. Do more with Viator. More phone calls coming up. 
Our next guest, Jeff Fletcher. He is a writer for the Orange County Register covering the uh, Angels. And his new book, Showtime, is the inside story of Shohei Otani and the greatest baseball season ever played. It hits bookshelves and available online beginning July 12th. Before we bring Jeff in, let me just bring back one of my favorite sounds. It's uh, Otani from Friday night. Hammer! <laughs> Destroyed that baseball! Stare it down! It's just, it's different. It's different. Jeff Fletcher uh, joins us. Uh, have you heard a ball leave a bat like that before? Uh, well, <clears throat> Otani said a couple like that before. So Another player. Uh, Mike Trout said a couple like that, too. But okay. uh, for the most part, uh, not a lot of times. I had mentioned the other time I heard something different, Jock Peterson, when he came up for the Dodgers. And he had a couple of home runs where it just sounded different. What is it with Otani with that power? Well, you know, he's got just uh, kind of a God-given uh, ability to put the right torque on his uh, his body, for lack of a better word, to where he gets, you know, the bat stays back and it just flips through really quickly. And uh, if you get it at the right path, then it puts backspin on the ball, and that just makes it go uh, a really long way. If you look at his pitching and his hitting, are they similar in, in talent? You know, uh, I think his pitching is better. He's really never had a bad stretch as a pitcher. He's had like one bad start here and there. Uh, this year was the first year he ever had two bad starts in a row. Uh, so the, the pitching, the only problem has been injury. Hitting, he does have, you know, every once in a while, he'll have a bad month. He'll strike out too much. He'll, you know, swing and pitches out of the zone. He'll get a little pull happy and, and ground out too much. Uh, and then, you know, he corrects it, but, and it kind of goes back and forth, which is like a lot of hitters, but, but pitching wise, he's much more consistent. I just wonder, are the angels, the right team for him it, it is, are the angels, the right team for Otani for baseball as well? Because we've seen Mike Trout and we've seen three playoff games and I look, I would love that he stayed with the angels, but I, I don't know if they're any better than they were, whatever, how many years ago? Yeah, that's certainly a fair question. The Angels are not a great baseball team right now. They have not been since either of those guys have been there, uh, say for one season. And obviously it's better for baseball if those guys are in the postseason. But, you know, it happens. Uh, you know, Tony Gwynn had a long career where he didn't do much in the postseason. Ken Griffey Jr. we didn't see too much in the postseason. So, you know, it, it just happens in sports. And, and it's hard to manipulate it to where you say, I want this guy to be in this organization. So we see him in the postseason and – you know, uh, I'm sure Major League Baseball would love to do that, but, uh, you know, this is what we have. But is he loyal to them that, like, at some point you see Damian Lillard in Portland. Like, you got to look around and go, what am I doing here? Otani hasn't, I mean, he's still young, but I don't know if he looks around and says to Mike Trout, what do, you know, what am I doing here? Yeah, I mean, obviously Otani uh, is pretty closed closed off with the media about what he really feels. And uh, all we know is that he, he likes Anaheim. He likes the people around him. And, you know, when he, when he picked the Angels, they weren't a great team. So, obviously, if when he first came to the United States, if going to the World Series was objective number one, he never would have picked the Angels in the first place. I think he likes it in the atmosphere. He likes the people that are around him. And uh, I think that still counts. And I think if the Angels give him a ton of money, that's certainly not going to hurt. Um <laughs> You know, look recently at Manny Machado and Bryce Harper. 
I mean, they signed with teams that had not exactly been having parades year in and year out because they were they liked the atmosphere and they got a lot of money. So I think it's still possible that that is what happens with Otani. All right, let's uh, go to the brawl, the melee, Donnie Brook. Give me the backstory on this because it's rare when you just have something of this magnitude that's based off what happens in the moment. Yeah, there's definite backstory. Uh, Mike Trout, first of all, has killed the Mariners for his entire career. 53 homers against the Mariners is most against any team. The most homers any player hit against the Mariners. Uh, he's hit more homers in Seattle than any active visiting player has hit at any ballpark where he's been a visitor. Last weekend, they played a five-game series in Seattle, which had a makeup from the, the lockout, and he hit five homers in the series. Uh, he killed them. All, all, uh, four of them were game-winning homers. And one of those, Scott Service basically got killed in the media because he didn't intentionally walk him. You know, it was an extra innings. They pitched to him. He hit a homer. You know, obviously it doesn't look very good. So now you fast forward to Saturday. Trout comes up as the tying run in the ninth inning, and obviously they're not going to pitch to him. But instead of just intentionally walking him, they pitch around him, and the first pitch or the second pitch goes right over his head. And Trout is pretty annoyed with that. Uh, after the game, he was as upset and angry as I've ever seen him in 10 years of covering him. Hmm. So if you're the angels and you see Mike Trout is that upset, you have to do something about it basically. So I think what happened uh, on Sunday is uh, they used an opener for the game and uh, he came out there and he, he threw a pitch to Julio Rodriguez kind of right behind his head. And then in the uh, second inning, he threw on a Jesse Winker, hit him right in the, the hip and, uh, and pretty much, that was that it was it was on and uh you know i don't think that that trout thought the mariners were throwing at him intentionally but he certainly thought that if they were just pitching around him that they should have done it in a safer way or else just put up four fingers and let him go to first and he was mad about it and you know i think the angels definitely the way they're going they needed some kind of a spark and uh certainly this is a was a perfect opportunity to do something that was going to get people fired up. And uh, I think it was extremely predictable, which is another reason I think you can kind of blame the umpires for this, because I talked to uh, to the umpires after the game and and I said, well, were warnings issued before the game based on what happened Saturday night? And they go, oh, no, we didn't think that was enough to, to warrant warnings. Well, all of us in the press box knew there was going to be a fight. So for the umpires to, to say that they didn't think there was enough to have warnings, I think is, is something's missing there. <clears throat> and if they would have just said like, before the game, all right, anybody throws at anybody, they're getting kicked out. And when Wance throws the first pitch behind Julio Rodriguez, he kicks him out right there, it's probably over. So that's what happened. Do you like that baseball pleases itself? I mean, it's kind of silly, but, uh, you know, it's it's what we have. It's, it's what the players expect. And, uh, you know, I think for the most part, people don't get hurt. Um, I mean, it, it is kind of silly when you try to, try to think about it, try to explain it to somebody who's not a baseball fan. They just go, why are they, you know, it's not his fault that he hit a lot of homers against them. So why would you be mad at him? You know, and I know it, it's kind of dumb. I never understood that. I, and I, I've called out pitchers. I say it's cowardly, especially in the American League when they didn't have to come to the plate that you're going to you want to hurt me because I, I hurt you in a way that it was in the, within the rules. And I just yeah. like, or the guy after the guy who homers. That's even dumber when you throw at the next guy. 
I know. I always feel bad for that guy. You bat behind somebody who's you know, like Aaron Judge, and then you're like, oh, damn, he just homered. Now I'm going to get, you know, somebody going to buzz the tower here. But, yeah. it, and then you see, by the time the bullpen gets in, like it feels like everything's done, and then the bullpen comes in. Well, then they have to play a role here as well. Uh, what kind of suspensions are we looking at? I mean, that's a great question. Uh, I think that there are certainly some of the main guys are probably going to get, <clears throat> you know, five, 10 games. Uh, just off the top of my head, maybe more. There were some pretty big punches thrown. I've seen a lot of these baseball fights, and I haven't seen punches to this degree in too many of them. And uh, Jesse Winker also flipped off the crowd like multiple times with both hands yep. walking out off the field. So I'm sure that's going to earn him a little extra change paying to uh, Major League Baseball. So, uh, And the managers obviously are both going to get suspended. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Jeff, good luck with the book, and thanks for joining us. We appreciate your time. All right, thanks for having me. That's uh, Jeff Fletcher. He is uh, the Angels beat writer for the Orange County Register in his uh, new book, Showtime, Inside Story of Shohei Otani, greatest baseball season ever played on bookshelves starting July 12th. Yeah, you look at it, you watch it, and sometimes it's in slow motion, but... You know, there are moments where somebody really gets hurt or you can get hurt. And all it takes is somebody to sucker punch somebody, somebody who thinks they're swinging at somebody and then hits somebody else. They usually dance. They slow dance a lot. But, uh, you know, for the most part, uh, you're policing the game, but then you have to stand up for your player and you don't throw at my player. And I don't know. Sometimes it's, it is crazy if you were trying to describe it to people. Matt in Cincinnati. Hey, Matt, what's on your mind? Hey, Dan, how's it going? Good. Um, 64205. All right. Um, yeah, I just had a fun little story. I don't know if you'd heard about it. It's, uh, it's kind of all over Twitter. But um, there's this uh, family in California who are big Cincinnati Reds fans, and they have this little girl who they brought – I'm a few months back to see Votto play in San Diego, and yeah, we showed uh, that video. Okay. Oh, you guys, you guys had already mentioned the story. Yeah, yeah, that, it's uh, really well done. A TikTok video that Joey Votto did. Yeah, very cute. I mentioned this. Uh, was this Friday that I brought up the information about Deshaun Watson? What I'd heard, a source had told me, but the source said keep an eye on the story that's not being reported on. And that is the Texans' role with Deshaun Watson as enablers. Well, Tony Busby, who is representing these women, said today we filed the first case of what will likely be many against the Texans related to Deshaun Watson's behavior. Suffice it to say, the overwhelming evidence collected indicating that the Houston Texans enabled Watson's behavior is incredibly damning. We believe the Texans knew or most certainly should have known of Watson's conduct. Beyond that, we believe the filing speaks for itself. Well, from what I was told, the NFL is going to go after the Texans, or at least don't rule that out. The Texans roll in all of this. And my source said when this story kind of got bigger was – during the pandemic, the Texans didn't have the control over Watson, the access to get to uh, you know this room where he could get his massages. And therefore, he went outside and then just was meeting with Instagram people. 
and then they would meet wherever they were meeting. And that's when it went from under the Texans roof of what was going on. And they knew what was going on to this sort of became a little bit more careless on his part. But, you know, you got the first settlement done. Now here comes the second settlement. At least that's what it feels like. And the Texans got a whole lot more money to spend or have to spend or be fined um, than Deshaun Watson does. Uh, This just in New York Daily News reporting. Kyrie Irving has requested and received permission from the Nets to find a sign and trade offer from other teams. Kevin Durant, according to the report, still hasn't spoken to the Nets front office. Russell Westbrook to Brooklyn remains unlikely. It doesn't mean it's over. Now, this could be leverage on Kyrie's part. And then, you know, and maybe the Nets as well. Like, all right, you want to put it out there? Let's put it out there. You uh, want to sign and trade? All right, this is our offer. Like, how bad do you want out out of there? And then what happens with KD? And Wednesday, and you know, is a big day for uh, Kyrie and also James Harden. But if you're Kevin Durant, you haven't spoken to the Nets front office. What's that conversation with Kyrie like? That's what I would like to know. Maybe the host of uh, KD's podcast can ask him. When's the last time you? Let me help out. Let me help out. Can I co-host the KD podcast? One at one episode. What is it? The etc. podcast. I'd be more than happy to help out with some questions here. I know KD is part of new media, but uh, let me bring in some old school media here. I'll help you with some questions here. See if we can make some news here. Don't you want publicity for your podcast? Like Draymond Green. Draymond Green calls out our buddy Nick Wright. He did? Yeah. Yeah, he called him out and said, uh, you know, that he was wrong because remember Nick Wright changed who he thought was going to win the NBA Finals and uh, went from the Golden State Warriors to the Boston Celtics and uh, uh, he was uh, he was called out. And uh, and, and Nick said, look, I, I'm the one who called myself out for what I did. But uh, Draymond called him out. And then Nick Wright said, I think what uh, Draymond is finding out that this time of the year, there's nothing to talk about. And Draymond Green on his podcast is finding that out, that if you need to stoop to that you know, level, you're going to call out me. You're just, you know, you're running out of things to talk about there. But, uh, yeah, he was uh, he was called out there a little bit. Yes, he seeing the Portland Trailblazers have 43 million in cap space. All right. I don't know. Well, what kind of assets do they have? Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're getting KD, KD's not just walking in and say, pay me. So who could you trade to the uh, the Nets? That would be the key. God. You know, you, you look at what the Nets could be next season. If Kyrie and KD aren't there, and what's left? Man. That's a tough basketball town. Wow. Well, first of all, nobody cares about the Nets in New York. They don't. Now, they may try to present themselves. They care more nationally than they do locally. And that, that it, it's a Knicks town. It's been a Knicks town. It'll be a They could win. Brooklyn could win the title. Still wouldn't matter. It's still a Knicks town. Yeah, Marv. 
Yeah, that parade, it would just only go down Atlantic <laughs> Avenue, maybe. And then turn around <laughs> turn and right come a, back. Turn right yeah, around. We're going to run it back. We're going to go, da- yeah, go down the block and coming back. And the parade is over in Brooklyn. All right. Yeah, that's, that's about as many people as you're going to have there. Plenty of seats still available. All right, we'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow after this. On 2,977 people were killed in terrorist attacks on American soil. The Tunnel the Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families ever since then. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home, young children are left behind. And Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage lifts the financial burden off of them, and then brings their family some stability. U.S. Army Specialist Jason Wheeler is one such hero. He re-enlisted after 9-11, but a training accident injury left him unable to walk. After years of trying to manage, Specialist Wheeler and his family moved into a mortgage-free smart home that was custom-designed for his needs. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities every day, need your help, and you can help them. Help the heroes and their families join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on its do-good mission. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Athletes everywhere turn to CBD for relief and recovery, but with all the products claiming to do different things, it's impossible to decide which is best. As one of few brands that oversees the entire production process, from their farm in Oregon to the product that arrives at your door, Lazarus Naturals keeps their ingredients simple and transparent. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results for your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Discover how CBD can help you reach your full potential as an athlete. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, the cleanest source of CBD for athletes and sports fans alike. 
Panini America is breaking new ground with exclusive NIL deals featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Washington's Michael Penix Jr. How about J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback at Michigan, rising star Arch Manning at Texas. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. New features coming out all the time. Brand new license with WWE that's now there at the Panini site. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Make sure you check out everything for the most popular trading cards with brands like Prism, Donruss, and more at PaniniAmerica.net or the Panini Direct app. Plus, discover Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest moments of the week. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. IndyCar Series, Motors on NBC and Peacock. Next stop, Mid-Ohio IndyCar Sunday at 1230 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. I've got the odds to win the Stanley Cup next year. Colorado is your favorite, followed by, not closely, Toronto Maple Leafs. That's got to end in disappointment, right? Always feels like Maple Leafs, there's such high hopes there. And uh, second best odds right now, the Lightning are third. Florida Panthers, Carolina Hurricanes on the list there. Also, uh, American League MVP odds. Aaron Judge right now, the big favorite. Shohei Otani is second. Mike Trout, Jose Ramirez. Um those are some of the odds, courtesy of DraftKings, of course. Sean in Oregon. Sean, thanks for holding. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, I'm going to give my best out to the Seattle Mariners fan that ordered Jesse Winker the pizza after the melee. <laughs> I know. I and I'm going to give my bestest out to the pizza guy from Monster Mike's Pizza that got, actually got it in there. And then the Mariner fans, that I guess, really tipped them out pretty well. All right. Well, thank you, Sean. <laughs> Sean's got his priorities in order there. Best and worst of the weekend came down to delivering a pizza to a guy who flipped <laughs> off the fans. Uh, Carl in Indianapolis. Hi, Carl. What's on your mind? Hi, Dan. How you doing? Good, sir. Good. Hey, just a couple of ideas on how you might be able to end this whole baseball code thing. Uh, one would be to allow every batter to have a baseball in his back pocket. <laughs> So if it's shown that it's intentionally thrown or they feel that way, they can just pull it out and whip one right back out at the pitcher. Mm, okay. um, then another one would be, I guess, if you allowed them to toss the bat towards the mound, but it could only be waist high, not above the waist. I would like your thoughts on that. Uh, Carl, I don't have thoughts on that. We're not, we're not going down that road. <laughs> I like your thoughts. I know. <laughs> like Carl gave that great thought and then wanted me to give great thought on it, and, uh, and I'm not. Think that's going to work out, uh, Greg in LA. Hi, Greg. What's on your mind today? Hey, DP. Hi, Greg. 
thinking about Deshaun Watson and the contract and Cleveland and all the contingencies and triggers they would have to come up with, do you think a strategy they may have considered given this huge contract would be to give this huge influx for the whole Watson camp so then they could cover all of these um, settlements outside of court, thereby ensuring his ability to play? Anyway, I'll take it off. Thanks. All right. I'm not sure I followed what Greg was saying. Yes, Paul. I think he was saying did Deshaun Watson's team do the settlement before the um, this hearing in hopes that that would make his punishment better or less you know because why why else would you settle unless you thought it would help you with the nfl yes i i believe that's the case the strategy yeah my source said that because i said why is he settling now said probably to curry favor that hey i'm willing to get this all wrapped up so we don't have that hanging over me during the season but that that's not going to be the case bob in montana hi bob what's on your mind Hey, 6'5", and the same birthday as Fritzy's old flame, Kim Basinger. Mm. <laughs> hey, my best of the weekend was, uh, as an official Elvis insider, I was able to see the movie three days early last Tuesday. And at that special event, they were giving away a special limited edition poster to only those attendees. And if Fritzy would like my poster, I would be honored to mail it to him for him to display in his man cave. Well, Fritzy's not the Elvis guy, Bob. <laughs> First of all, he was embarrassed to go see the movie or tell people he's going to go see the movie. I initially thought it might be a cheesy thing to do, but I've since grown grown over it. I've gotten past that. Okay. But uh, yeah, you're right. I am definitely not the Elvis. Bob, guy. if you would like to send the poster uh, that Tyler would give you the information on the mailing address, and then I would be happy to get it framed and hang it up here in the man cave. I'm not giving it to Fritzy. <laughs> Fritzy's not. Fritzy became an Elvis fan 50 years after Elvis died. I always liked his music, but I just didn't think. You uh, have never, in 20 years that I've known you. I've never mentioned Elvis. You have name. never. But if Jailhouse Rock or something comes on, I'll listen to it. I think, it's, I think his music was really good. But I wouldn't call myself some huge Elvis fan. No, you're not even an Elvis fan. I'm not. Not huge. But after the movie, I'm like more, I'm more into the guy. Oh, so now you're a huge Elvis fan. I wouldn't say huge Elvis fan. Maybe I'm more of a huge Elvis the movie fan. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Eden. Is this going to be uh, like what happened with Johnny Cash after Walk the Line came out? All of a sudden, everybody was a huge Johnny oh, yeah. Cash fan. Yeah. Which is good. That's a good thing. More people should be Johnny Cash fans. Yes. Um, and maybe Elvis, too. Well, I think more people should be Johnny Cash fans than Elvis fans. Because mm. there's already, you know. Elvis is already kind of a thing. Yes, yes. Johnny Cash <laughs> wasn't a thing. Mm. Elvis was a thing. But Johnny Cash, to me, was, you know, he was a pioneer. He was a trendsetter. He walked the line. He, he truly walked the line. And uh, when he went to Folsom, and you hear that, that he's singing in there in Folsom, uh, you know, the prison. Mm. I mean, and it's... It's it's crazy that that happened. And he had been incarcerated. <laughs> but, I, you know, when you see that they, they kind of, you know, we talk about uh, baseball players used to barnstorm together. I think Elvis and Johnny Cash actually were out on tour together and maybe played some venues there. But I was always, I love Elvis, uh, even the cheesy movies. But Johnny Cash, to me, like that that's a real country outlaw. You know, Waylon Jennings. That's a real country outlaw. Mm. Hank Williams Sr., that's a real country. Are you ready? No, 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 no. Different guy. No. 
This day in sports history, Paul. Dan, they're all taken this day in sports history. So I have this day in movie history. June 1990, this movie was released, made $157 million, very successful. Is it good, great, or eh? Mm. So I'm going to go around the room. Tom Cruise, NASCAR movie, Days of Thunder. Good, great, or eh? Let me out of the cock hole. Let me out of the cock. <laughs> Let me out of the cock hole. She was good in that. Um, I'm going to say the movie is only good because Nicole Kidman looks spectacular. That be the right answer. That's it. Anyone else? I like that he would go from last to first in a span of about eight seconds. And I was like, uh, I don't think it happens that way. Yeah, Paul. And the great thing they do in this movie is whenever he's going to make a move, they downshift to like, like they had one more gear and they were just saving it for the big moment. They don't do that in race car driving. This day in sports history, this is something I did not know. This player was caught stealing four times in the same game. Baseball record. He played for the Giants. Robbie Thompson, second baseman, Robbie Thompson. Remember Chris Spire played shortstop for the Giants? They called uh, him slow-mo Robbie Thompson. Wow. Uh, 1989 on this day. The NBA draft is broadcast live in primetime for the first time. It aired on TBS. And the first pick of the first primetime draft was made by the Sacramento Kings. Purvis Ellison. Never nervous. Purvis. What'd you learn today, Todd? Possible sign you're a bit overworked. When your young daughter asks you to spend time playing in the pool with her, you probably shouldn't yell, why don't you mind your own business? All right. I had a bad moment with my daughter. That's all right. Happens. Uh, Seton. Albert Breer's kids like aquariums. Marv. Elvis was a thing. Yes, he was. He still is a thing. No, Todd. You ain't none of them. It's official. Fritz is the Elvis guy. Uh. I'm going to hate this movie now. Crying in all the time. What did I learn today, Todd? The attorney representing the women against Deshaun Watson's going after the Texans for enabling <laughs> No, 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 no. And the NFL may be doing no, the no, same. No, no, you, you can't use that voice talking. <laughs> up. No, no, no. Tomorrow, means. you have to speak as Elvis the entire show. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dan. What we learned brought to you by M-Drive, clinically tested ingredients supporting healthy testosterone levels, energy, metabolism. Don't let age beat you. Get M-Drive at mdrivedan.com. Tell them we sent you. Have a great day, everybody. Talk to you tomorrow. One more item as we close out this show. Every week we talk about our friends at Panini America. So much going on here. They are the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Check out the NFT marketplace at PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. One of a kind. Digital cards available in packs or at Panini's public auctions on the site. Last week, we got a shipment in, opened up the cards, the prison cards, and Paulie got Mulder Payton. And one of the greatest days of Paulie's life. Yes, Paul. I don't know if someone at Panini set that up or what, but mm. I just got lucky like anyone can. Mm. But that was awesome. Yeah. Also, VIP experiences available. UFC 278. Share your cards in the public gallery because you don't want to miss out on the newest UFC NFT release. So pull the top fighters and that chance to have a VIP experience to UFC 278. They have Don Russ cards that are going to sell out fast. Go to PaniniAmerica.net, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. The boundlessly capable all-electric EQS SUV from Mercedes-Benz with available transparent hood technology. So advanced, it can see through sheet metal. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQS dash SUV.